Welcome to this Exit 425 feature presentation of I'm Just a Political Idiot, Civics for Adults. My name is Steve Ray, and our mission here is substantial current affairs information and education that goes where you want it to go. Today, we're speaking with Mark Keeley, Chief Advocate of Keeley & Associates. Mark, you and I met 35 years ago and did some work for Rene Sutens, then MP for Ontario Riding on his People's Forum for the Constitution, back in the area of the Spicer Commission and the Meech Lake Accord and Blue Jays World Series wins. But you have an incredible CV reflecting all kinds of public service, working with elected members at especially the federal and provincial levels. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, what were a couple of positions and employers that you could count as highlights? Well, I think my biggest highlight was the years that I spent with John Turner, former prime minister and uh, former leader of the opposition in Canada. But, uh, you know, he's, he's one of the most, I think, uh, I'd say he's probably the best statesman Canada ever created. He had a, a political career that spanned from 1962 until 1992 with only a short while that he was off, uh, but he held you know, massive uh, important cabinet roles and then he was prime minister and then leader of the opposition. I think, you know, and this is appropriate too, Steve, you know, when we're talking about some of the biggest issues in this country, those years from say 84 to 92 were probably some of the most heady years that Canada had ever seen. The best election or the last best election that Canada ever fought was in 1988. Uh, you remember very well what that spawned. And uh, I, I think uh, those were you know, fantastic years for me. And Mr. Turner and I stayed very, very close until he died last year. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of my association with him. And you spoke about how he, his goal was really to get more young people involved in politics as well. So I know that's an ongoing kind of legacy thing for you. It sure is. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate, too, that, you know, not only uh, do I have a lot of uh, family uh, members, but also good friends whose uh, sons, daughters and friends have sort of taken up the cause to get involved in politics. I believe in it. I think that, uh, you know, uh, democracy is is worth fighting for. And it doesn't happen by accident. Mr. Turner used to say that all the time. And, and I think it's really incumbent on all of us to sort of dig in and make sure that we do things. I, I, I even this election, I fought long and hard about making sure that people got out to vote, whether they did it uh, on election day or even at advance polls, but just to make sure that they get involved. And as we've talked earlier, um, you know, this is part of the reason why Exit 425 and I'm just a political idiot exists is to inform and get more people involved and, um, and you know, to encourage people and to take away, you know, the fear that some people might have th through a lack of connection. So um, what is a path someone might take to be able to work with an MP or MPP in the way that you have? Well, I, I think, it, it, you know, that there's, there's no real magic formula to it. Uh, uh, you know, I think a lot of times it's, uh, it's volunteering. I think, uh, you know, there are, uh, the, uh, riding associations and political parties and even, you know, uh, members of parliament are always looking for people to get involved to do something. And I think it's incumbent on those who have even a, 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 an inkling about wanting to get involved in politics do so. Uh, there are there are myriad ways to do that. You could do it through um, either a, in, in high schools, there are uh, political or civic um, uh, organizations that you can get involved in. I know at universities, that's something that uh, they're always looking for. And I, I think writing associations uh, in and of themselves are, uh, are always looking for, for people to do things. And whether it's, you know, helping with uh, um, a public event or fundraising or, uh, or, or even just um, uh, 
um, you know, what, what Rennie Sutton used to do is Vox popularized his public uh, forums. I think those are the kinds of things that get um, people's attention. And, and right now, uh, people are screaming for that kind of interface uh, politically. And I think it's, it's worthwhile for people to try and get involved that way. So maybe you can expand on that a little bit. And like most of us will never work for an MP or MPP or be, you know, paid professionals in in politics. But um, there's lots of different ways, uh, not just, uh, you know, post-election, but during the election, how people can get involved. And maybe you could describe a few of those things and what they have to do to what they should do to, to find the person that they want to volunteer for. Well, if somebody, you know, I, I think a, a good way to do that, if you sort of wanted to get granular on, on how you got involved in politics, to call your local MP or your MPP, call your local member of municipal council and say, look, and I want to I want to talk with you. And I think if, if I'm a, a member of parliament or uh, or a member of a municipal council, I would never say no to somebody wanting to have a chat with me about getting involved in politics or democracy. So I think that they're all anybody who's elected. It sort of has that in their DNA to accept those kinds of meetings. There are other interesting things too. You know, I broached this idea with you about uh, university students and getting involved in campus organizations about politics. But even if you're a university student or just graduated, there are um, there are intern programs, whether it's at the legislature in any of the provinces or at the House of Commons, or even at uh, municipal offices. Um, where people could really take advantage of those kinds of programs. So I encourage people to, to really seek those kinds of opportunities. And, you know, Stephen, if you wanted to have a, a real granular discussion on that and show subsequent, I'm happy to, uh, to do that with you. I think those, those are the kinds of things that get young people really, really engaged. And frankly, I, I see this all the time right now where people who are, you know, in their 30s, 40s and 50s, they said, geez, I wish I had an opportunity to work in politics. And, you know, working um, in a member of parliament's office or in a minister's office or uh, a leader of the opposition's office or even a member's office, it doesn't matter if they're opposition or government. I think those are really, really great organizations to, to sort of sink your teeth into understanding how government and how the process of creating uh, government works. That's awesome. And uh, people can leave comments in, in whatever platform they're listening or watching on right now. And uh, I'd be more than happy to give them some information about who they can contact as well, because sure. that's, that's what I do. And that's what I've always enjoyed doing is being involved at that very grassroots level. And why should we not allow ourselves to be passive citizens in terms of our political and electoral processes? Well, I'll tell you right now. I mean, we we are in a very very interesting time. You know, there are there are uh, myriad examples. We're in the, in the pandemic, just for examples. Sometimes um, we we've seen the manner in which governments have forced, and I'm going to say that point very very clearly. Forced. Um, uh, I'll just I'll just say forced um, policies or procedures on their people, and people have just accepted it uh, like lemmings. You know, we have a constitution in this country. Our constitution spells out very clearly what uh, people can or can't do under the constitution. But more importantly, that the constitution is a living, breathing document. We, we can and, and, and should oftentimes look to make sure that none of those rights that we have in this country are trampled on because of the excesses of government. And when I, when I talk about the excesses of government, it could be from 
the Mandarin class or the bureaucracy or by political or by political uh, fiat or or uh, or, or uh, regulation. And those are the kinds of things that really oftentimes really impede uh, people's ability to 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 want to make um, to want to be a, a a really good part of their of their uh, of a good part of citizenry. So from that perspective, I really think that we we can't sit back and let, just let government tell us what to do. If you think that something is wrong, you got to fight it. Let me give you this as a very classic example. In 2016, the government had had uh, come up with this idea around getting rid of passive investments or income sprinkling, which really gave uh, people um, in Canada the opportunity to say, look, if I'm making $100,000 here and my spouse is making 50, we could do some income sprinkling and uh, we can levelize the tax that we pay. The government wanted to do away with that. And um, that would have been just terrible for people in this country who were looking at ways to augment the, the level of taxation that they paid. So we started this, this, uh, this campaign across the country. It's, we called it, uh, and I'll just, I'll, I'll be a smarty pants, Steve. It was called WTFJT.ca. And it was really funny because what it ended up doing in almost a couple of weeks, we had uh, 480,000 Canadians who had signed up on that, on that, uh, on that website and said, I'm going to put my name to this to make sure that it stopped. And every riding in Canada um, had, um, had gone home during that summer break to say, look, this is a big issue for us. And the government had reversed its decision. And that was good civic uh, deployment. And I thought it worked out very well. And that's that's so important, uh, you know, and I can't quote it, but the Globe and Mail's motto, their theme is is just that sort of thing, right? That uh, we can't give in to any particular government and sort of random ideas and, and things that are wrong. We have to fight back. And uh, Canadians have been too nice for too long. And uh, I, I agree. Accepted the authority uh, that's been you know, put in their position that they've elected, frankly, but uh, they've often allowed that uh, authority to do too much and be too nice about it. So I agree. And that's, that's really, that's the real danger of just being passive citizens. So relatively recently, you've become involved with an organization named Citizen, found at citizen.world, claiming to be democracy's social network. Tell us about this. Well, I'll, I'll correct your, your lexicon. It's not a social network, it's a societal network. So if you think about it in the context of this is, it's not like uh, Facebook, it's not like uh, any other social media platform. It's actually, it's actually owned by and governed by the people that use it. So there's no, uh, there's no trickery, there's no algorithms, it's nothing's hidden like we see with uh, the kinds of things we're seeing right now in the mm -hmm. United States with Facebook uh, that, that have global impact. This is a very, uh, it's a grassroots driven and grassroots uh, uh, managed organization. I think the, uh, uh, the whole idea around Citizen came about by virtue of its founder, uh, Murray Simpson, who just has, you know, just this love affair with things political and just exactly what you had talked about, uh, making sure that there's citizen engagement on this. And so it's, it's having impact not only here in Canada, but the United States and Mexico in, in, uh, in Asia and in the UK. Uh, it'll soon to be in, in uh, African nations and in South America. I think it's just, it's really going to explode. I'm, 
I'm very, very excited about being an ambassador, but more importantly, that the, the fact that it, it, it isn't, there's nothing hidden in this. It's all, so that if you have a, an issue, it comes forward. And, and the expectation here is that you could be a member of parliament and use citizen as a means to test uh, policy, as a means to, to sort of gain uh, insight into what people are actually thinking rather than saying, well, we're just gonna throw something out and hope that it sticks. This is really, really, uh, it's a game changer, Steve. That's amazing. So uh, taking grassroots worldwide, which is almost a, you know, an oxymoron. <laughs> but well, it, it is. And, and, and frankly, just, you know, we're seeing that, that you know, Murray uh, Simpson has, has looked at uh, sort of embellishing a, 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 an ambassador uh, council. And everybody we talk to in the world says, I really want in. I think this is something that's so lacking. And, and, you know, I, I can see where there's malaise and cynicism and, uh, you know, toxicity when it relates not only to social media, but to things political, because people just feel that they don't have a voice. And citizen not only gives them a voice, it gives them a vehicle to have their voice heard. And that's awesome. That's uh, and, and pretty daring. It's uh, I mean, that's really stepping out there. So that's uh, a pretty awesome adventure. It is. I'm, I'm really looking forward to how ubiquitous this will become. Mark, thank you for joining us today. I hope that we can do more uh, on Exit 425 and I'm Just a Political Idiot, which of course is no reflection on our guest, focusing <laughs> on our involvement in, uh, in political processes. Um, you can find the podcast on Apple or Spotify or many other services and find video on YouTube. Content is also on Facebook and Instagram. Please like and subscribe to whatever platform you are using. To Mark and all that are listening or watching, thank you for listening today. Exit 425, substantial current affairs information and education that goes where you want it to go with a host who trips over his tongue. Thank you so much. Thanks, Steve.